What can B2B marketing learn from B2C? Hey, I'm Sam Dunning, co-owner over at webchoiceuk.com and host of the Top 100 Marketing Podcast, Business Growth Show. If you haven't yet, check out my weekly email where I share actionable website and marketing tips, useful podcasts, free goodies, resources, and much, much more every Monday to start your week off with a bang. Give it a try over at businessgrowth.email. So what the heck can B2B, business to business, marketing, learn from B2C, business to consumer? I'm going to share five actionable, no fluff takeaways that you can implement for your B2B marketing strategies today. So let's dive straight in. The first thing that B2B can learn from B2C is making it personal. So what does that really mean? Well, B2B marketing is well known for being boring, too corporate, stuffy, and just generally stuff you might see in your social media feed, your emails, wherever, and just think this is boring next. What can we learn from B2C? Well, B2C, especially now, is getting more and more interesting, entertaining with the likes of TikTok, with influencer campaigns, making funny, interesting, different videos that really stand out, make you want to click and learn more. But it all starts with understanding who your ICP, your ideal client profile is, because there's no point in just marketing in the hope that it's going to actually do something, attract your audience and generate revenue. You need to actually drill down and understand who you're creating this content that's going to hopefully educate, entertain and help your ideal clients in the hope that eventually they'll build up enough reputation, trust with your brand, and then choose you to do business with. So first things first, you want to look at your existing customer base to define your ICP, your ideal client profile. And you want to understand who are the clients that first and foremost generate good profitable revenue? Who do we actually enjoy working with? And who are the clients that actually help to grow our business overall? Assess them. And then look at the ones, look at the kind of industries they're in, look at the type of services or products and offerings that you're typically selling to them and get a good understanding of basically the sectors, industries, what their client profile looks like. And then once you've got, say, five to 10 of these existing customers that are the ideal fit for your business, you need to interview them, whether that's a phone call, a Zoom call or something similar. And you want to understand a few key things. So first and foremost, what was the initial problem or frustration that they came to you with? Secondly, why the heck did they choose you out of all the vendors on the marketplace? What made them choose you? What was the way, what was the process that you actually helped them deliver results? How did you help them get the job done? What is life like now? And why would they recommend you? Now, the main things that you want to understand from this are things like the key problems that they came to you with, the frustrations that they had before they started working with you, how you made that transformation of bringing them from point A to point B. So what life is like now, how you've helped them grow their business, drive revenue, fix the issue and all that good stuff. And then once you've ran those interviews and you've understand those little golden nuggets from these questions that you've asked your ideal clients, you want to note down and leverage the common answers. Then that can help inform your marketing and your advertising. So especially if you're running things like ads, if you're running messaging on your website, 
if you're running different types of marketing and advertising campaigns, rather than just putting generic stuff, you can actually hook more ideal clients that fit the same profile by leveraging the frustrations, the problems, the pain points that were commonly said in your interviews in your hooks of your ads. So for example, at WebChoice, as a quick idea, clients typically come to us because they're frustrated. Perhaps their website isn't converting their hard-earned visitors into a steady flow of sales leads, or maybe they're tired of seeing competitors ahead of them in organic search and Google ranking, stealing their traffic and clients. So these are the kind of hooks, the kind of nuggets that you can get once you understand your ideal client profile, and then you can start putting out content that's not just boring B2B corporate nonsense. You can actually put out stuff that's going to educate, help, and entertain because you know what your ideal clients are actually caring about. And takeaway two is stop being so damn selfish. How many times have you seen an ad or seen a website homepage, top headline saying, we're award-winning, we're the best in class, we've been in business 30 years, we just got our Series A funding. Who the heck cares? As humans, we're typically pretty selfish. We, we want to know what's in it for us, how you can help us, how you can improve our lives or improve our business or fix a pain point. So for this headline, you want to leverage those kind of things. So how are you going to improve someone's business? How are you going to make their life better? Or how are you going to fix one of these problems or pain points we talked about in the earlier step? Or perhaps you even differentiate yourself. So you say, typically industries, businesses in our industry do this. This is how we're different. So you really want to take the shift from yourself to your target prospects and customers and show them what the heck is in it for them. Takeaway three is openly sharing pricing. So B2C, business to consumer brands typically have no issues with this at all. Most of the sites even are self-service. So you can see products, offerings, see how much they cost and probably purchase directly through the site. Now B2B, many companies are scared stiff to share their rates. Why? Not too sure because put yourself in a buyer's shoes if you're going on to a service, a vendor's website, maybe you need some new software, maybe it's accounting, maybe it's CRM, it doesn't really matter. So you search on Google, perhaps you see a couple of companies, you click the top listing, you go onto their site, you're thinking, all oh, looks okay, but I want to check that I can actually afford this. You go onto the pricing page, or maybe they don't even have one, and you realize you have to speak to a sales rep just to get pricing. That might frustrate you, right? So you might just head to a competitor that openly shares their rates, their main products, and get in touch with them instead. So first and foremost, it can frustrate buyers and put them off. But the advantages of sharing pricing is you actually qualify people. So it means, yes, you might get fewer leads, but it's going to save your sales team time because they can have more conversations with people that can afford your stuff rather than wasting time for people that could never afford it. And on your pricing page, let's say, for example, if you're a SaaS solution, maybe you have ABC pricing for three different tiers. Perhaps you're more bespoke, so then you can do ranges, i.e. product type A ranges from A to B, product type B maybe ranges from B to C pricing, product type C maybe ranges from D to E. And you've got three different tiers. You're not locking yourself in. You're just giving ranges so people can get a general idea before they get in touch. And then you can back up your pricing with things like social proof, so testimonials, client review videos, client stories, accreditations, under your call to actions, i.e. book your demo or book your strategy call, you can say join 2,597 people who are also using this software to grow their business. So you can really back up your claims. You can use this as a tool to save your sales team sending quotes and proposals. They can just send people straight to the page link. And overall, you're going to keep prospects happier and your sales team happier 
with more qualified conversations. So take a leaf out of the B2C book and openly share your rates. Takeaway four is leveraging data. So B2C companies often do this well. You might see in your Facebook, your social, your Insta feed that perhaps you've been looking at something recently and it pops up. Are you interested in checking this out? Do you want to learn more about this product? Maybe you were looking at some trainers. Maybe you're actually talking about something recently and you see an ad for it. You see, want to learn more, want to check out a video, want to go to our website. B2B, far too many companies are doing spray and pay non-data-driven campaigns, so things like sending out thousands of LinkedIn messages, not to target clients, but to anyone and everyone, hoping that maybe 0.5% will respond and take a meeting. Likewise, on email marketing, ad campaigns, so many are lacking the data. So what you want to do is start by using this idle client profile data, what typical industries they operate in, what are their job titles, what are their company size in terms of employees, what are their sectors understanding these key points so you can actually run targeted advertisements so only your ideal clients see them and then you can actually display content that's going to be enjoyable for them so whether that's a helpful video on your industry maybe it's a useful infographic maybe it's a great case study so over time you're nurturing people with really helpful and educational content around your industry whether that's videos text posts imagery infographics and so on so eventually when they do need your help you're the brand that assisted them so much they want to chat to you and you can do the same with seo with organic search search engine optimization instead of focusing on very generic terms that might be super competitive if you're in the accountancy space that might be accountancy software so let's say you focused maybe you focus on SaaS or technology companies you might look at things like a keyword for best SaaS accountancy software or best technology accountancy software so it's a more longer tail keyword it's a little bit more niche and you're more likely to rank for it because it's specifically drilled down to your ideal clients. And the fifth and final point is make it easy to speak to sales. So where B2C sites go right is that many of them are just self-service. So you can quite literally see the products, see the offerings, see the pricing. Perhaps you can order directly online or very similar. Now B2B, quite often they want to send you down their own agenda with their company's website. So that could be things like download our ebook, download this guide, sign up to this, or book a time on the calendar. Instead, why not give your visitors the choice to get in touch with you on their preferred channel, be it live chat, be it giving you a call or click to call on mobile, be it booking time on the calendar, or maybe filling out an inquiry form, or possibly even emailing you direct. So you're giving people the option to get in channel touch with you on their channel of choice and not only that but make it super easy to have clear and consistent call to actions on your mobile view and your desktop view of your site have your main call to action fixed in your sticky menu nav in your header of your website so no matter what page people are on no matter what device they open your site on they can easily speak to sales on their channel of choice ultimately it's going to give a better experience for visitors and it's probably going to drive more inbound sales opportunities long-term for your business. And there you have it. I hope these five things that B2B marketing could learn from B2C has been helpful. As always, if you're on YouTube, a quick subscribe is very much appreciated. Or if you're on the audio podcast, a quick rating helps us massively. So thanks in advance. And with that said, I should catch you on the next episode. Cheers.
Chili Piper is the most advanced routing and scheduling software for B2B revenue teams. Its product helps demand generation teams convert more leads into attended meetings, sales teams book more demos faster, and customer success teams to delight their customers. Companies like Shopify, Forrester, Spotify, and Gong use Chili Piper to double their inbound conversion rates, eliminate manual lead routing, and streamline critical processes for meetings. Book your free tailored demo today at chilipiper.com. That's C-H-I-L-I-P-I-P-E-R.com.